Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast, long on truth, for the race to know Jesus. As we continue looking at persecution and suffering from 1 Peter, how does Peter tell us to prepare to suffer? Well, first, we're instructed to prepare our minds for action, 1 Peter 1.13. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Preparing your minds for action would cause Peter's first readers to think of the long, free-flowing robes that men would wear in that day. They looked great, but they were a hindrance to work or moving quickly. So if they needed to move quickly, if they needed to move freely, they would gather up their robe and tuck it into their belt. It's a bit like today's saying, roll up your sleeves, that is, prepare to work hard. We're also told here in 113 to be sober-minded. Sober-minded means to have a mind that is alert and disciplined. The analytical Greek lexicon defines nepho, the Greek word for sober-minded, this way. Being free from every form of mental and spiritual excess and confusion. To be self-controlled. To be clear-headed. To be self-possessed. Well, how can we be? How can we become more sober-minded? 1 Thessalonians 5, 6-8 gives us some ideas. Listen carefully. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. But why should we prepare our minds to work hard and keep them alert and disciplined? Well, Peter says so that we can set our hope on Christ's return. Again, in verse 13, Peter writes, Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The idea here is be ready to put all your effort into thinking clearly and expecting the return of Christ. Live in expectancy of the return of Christ. Because if this world and this life is all there is, especially when we seek to please God and then suffer for it, we're not going to suffer well, if at all. We can't say no to sin and passions if there's nothing better in our future. But there is. Jesus Christ is coming back. Jesus Christ will split the sky in power and glory and return for us with unimaginable grace upon grace. One second with Christ in heaven will be worth a life full of suffering. So Peter says, keep your mind focused on and expecting Christ's return. That's your hope. That's your future. An application of this, one way to do this, read the book of Revelation over and over. I know you may, as I often did, think, what's the use of reading it? I can't understand any of it. But listen, It's written to instruct us. It's written like 1 Peter to show us and instruct us how to live for Christ in the times we live in, times that increasingly include persecution and suffering. The book of Revelation pictures for us the glorious future that is coming, our future, the new heaven and the new earth where righteousness dwells and where God and the Lamb are forever in the midst of the city and we are with them. If this has been a blessing to you, 
share it with someone, and we'll see you the next time.